This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 77 WABC presents coverage of the first Republican debate. The decision is yours. 2024. This is the first step. Now, with Andrew Giuliani, Anthony Weiner, and Rita Cosby, here's Dominic Carter. And good evening, everyone in Milwaukee. They are going through the ground rules as we speak. Tonight, a very special night. Eight Republican presidential candidates vying for the GOP nomination are taking part in this first primary debate. Except the clear out front front runner, former President Donald Trump, is skipping the event. He's on Twitter in a taped interview with Tucker Carlson. Dominic Carter here with you alongside my co-host, the lovely Rita Cosby. Rita, what can we expect tonight? Well, Dominic, I am thrilled to be with you. We are going to be doing two back-to-back hours here, and we are going to have all the highlights, everybody. So you don't need to go anywhere else because we will have the best, the hits and the runs, and also, of course, the home runs, if there are any. Tonight, Dominic, I think is make or break for all of the candidates that are on the stage. As you mentioned, eight candidates. This is the first GOP primary debate considered really the start of the GOP primary season. And tonight, this could catapult maybe somebody who's low in the polls to suddenly become the number two seed, or it could tank some others. I think everything is on the line for every single candidate that is there tonight. And as you pointed out, Donald Trump, who is dominating this race, is not partaking in this. We're going to be playing highlights of that as well. Uh, so we are going to have the best of everything. And we have the best analysis, Dominic, here in car and, uh, in our uh, studio here. We have Anthony Weiner, of course, WABC radio host former New York congressman, and we also have another great WABC host. We have Andrew Giuliani, who is former special assistant to President Trump and also former New York gubernatorial candidate. Uh, Andrew, what do you think we're going to hear tonight? Well, here's what I'm looking for, specifically with a couple of different candidates. I think Vivek, as we know how to say now, Vivek, it's so important. He's got to answer questions about why he would consider potentially uh, reducing funding to Israel. I think he also needs to be very clear about what he meant with his 9-11 thing when he talked about he's not sure federal agents. He didn't say not sure federal agents, but he kind of didn't make it certain that federal agents were not necessarily involved in there. I think they're going to hammer him. They're going to hammer in on that. I think from a Christie perspective, one sec, we have Dominic cutting in. Well, I, I just want to say, I here. just want to say, let's go live for a moment okay. before we bring in Congressman Weiner. DeSantis is already on the attack against Biden, declaring that Biden should be sent back to his home in Delaware. Finally, we need to lower your gas prices. We're going to open up all energy production. We will be energy dominant again in this country. I showed it could be done in the state of Florida. I pledge to you as your president, we will get the job done and I will not let you down. 
And so that's uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, and Chris Christie is now uh, uh, answering a question. Let's stay with it, and then we'll go to Congressman Wiener. The economy than him. Well, look, I do agree predominantly with what Governor DeSantis just laid out. I think that if you asked every one of us up here that we would agree predominantly with what he just laid out. Here's the difference. The difference is that we're going to have to work and make sure that we sell these ideas and we able to be able to put ourselves in a position where we get a majority. And vote, we're going to be going back to the, the debate when things get heated. By the way, Dominic, you know that Chris Christie, former governor, he said his mission is to be the attack dog. He was planning on attacking Trump, who's not here. Let's see if he goes after DeSantis. Uh, Anthony Weiner, what do you think as a Democrat? What are you looking for tonight? Well, I, I'm interested in what you just alluded to, whether they're going to treat DeSantis as the front runner on the stage, whether he becomes the target for everyone because they get to do two things at once. One, maybe put a, a nail in DeSantis's coffin. He's been kind of on the decline recently, but also because they don't have Trump there, they need to, they need to climb over DeSantis to get to Trump. But I'm maybe, I'm one of the few people who are interested in the substantive stuff that might come out of this. There's a division on that stage on what people think about Ukraine. You've got Pence even hitting, uh, hitting Biden for not doing enough. And you have people on the other side who are buying into this kind of pro-Putin language. I'm interested in that. And listen, if you have Hunter Biden on your bingo card tonight, I hope you have a designated driver if you're playing a drinking game because they're going to hit Hunter Biden and Joe Biden alive. But that's as stuff, they should. As, as they well, should. Hey, listen, this is a Republican debate. And you know, one other thing I'm interested in, remember where they're doing this debate. Wisconsin has had six presidential elections out of the last seven that have been decided by less than one percentage point. They are right on the razor's edge, and we are kind of late in this race. Iowa's around the corner. It's in January. We might not be focusing yet, but a lot of this audience is. Yeah, your thoughts? Andrew Giuliani. Yeah, I think uh, the other things I would look at right now is I would look at Chris Christie and whether or not he can answer why he said a few weeks ago that he would reappoint Christopher Ray as FBI directors. We're seeing what's going on, and I guess there are many elephants in the room tonight with a debate and with Trump and Tucker talking to each other and all of us in the room together. But we see so many political prosecutions going on in this country right now. I bet all Republicans are going to ask Chris Christie. Why would you reappoint Christopher Ray as the FBI director? Why would you commit to that when you're in your first week on the campaign? Trail? And by the way, give everybody some history. It's because Chris Christie is the one who recommended Ray to Donald Trump. That's absolutely right. Uh, and he's been hammering, actually, Dominic, too. He's also been hammering Trump's choice of Fauci, but then he could go back. You know, also, the other thing is that the other elements in the in the you know, stage that we're seeing tonight. Tim Scott, for example, senator of South Carolina, he's playing the happy warrior. I'll be curious to see, will he stay happy warrior if they go after him? Mm -hmm. Uh, Vivek, who's tried to stay kind of happy warrior a little too. Will he go on the attack? He's going to be attacked. Let me just say this, uh, and then we'll go to Congressman Wiener for a reaction. Folks, you are listening to our live coverage here on Talk Radio 77 WABC of the first Republican presidential uh, debate. And thus far, 10 minutes in, it's still positive. I want you to listen, though, right, because we have almost competing interests here. You have the debate, and then you have the out front front runner, President Trump, doing an interview that's already taped with Tucker Carlson. I want you to listen, right? President Trump promised some sparks. I want you to listen to a few seconds uh, of what he's going to talk about in part during that debate. 
started with protests against you, then you impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. Are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? They're savage animals. They are people that are sick. Savage animals. And, and Dominic, I spent the morning with the president this morning, and I have to tell you, he is very excited for what America is going to see with this conversation with Trump and Tucker. When I talked to him a few weeks ago, my recommendation was to do the first presidential debate. And my reasoning behind it was, look, this time you're going to have it's before football season. It's before the shows all start. Right now is a time where America could really focus in. And as much as we love the Trump debates, he's done hundreds of them, and it's not the right counter-programming. But I think he found probably the second biggest voice in the conservative world in Tucker. And so for he and Tucker to be able to go out there and have this as the counter-programming, I think it's brilliant. Look, you can debate whether or not Trump needs to be on that stage, but the point that he made right at the very beginning of the interview is, I'm up 50 points. Why should I have people that are polling at 1% and 2% attacking me if I'm up 50 points? By the way, we also have, here's a comment from uh, Trump uh, on why he is not at the debate and what he thinks of others, too. Take a listen to that. Mr. President, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Why are you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that, and many people said you shouldn't do them, but you see the polls have come out, and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. And I'm saying, do I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be, and uh, get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president? Should I be doing that? Ah, so, you know, when I talked with Trump, uh, John Katzmatidis mm-hmm. and I did an interview with Trump. He said, and that was where he broke all the news, saying, I probably will not do the first debate. Yeah. And my thought is, and Anthony Weiner, I'm curious what you think. If you go into the mud and you go in, I, let's use the analogy, you go in and you go pig wrestling, the pigs like it and you get dirty. He has much more to lose by going into this debate. He is so far ahead. Why don't you just kind of let the field weed out? Because some of these people will not make it to the threshold of the second debate. See where things go, then go in. Or he may not do any, uh, even of the primary debates. He may just wait till the general. Your thoughts, Anthony? Well, we're just pundits here, but he's trying to be president of the United States. I think just like Joe Biden should get on the stage with the wackadoos running against him, I think one of the ways you show you're up to this, and listen, Trump has a history of skipping debates. He skipped January 2016 as well because he didn't want because to Because he had COVID. No, January, no, January 2016. Oh, sorry, I thought you were so going to the first one. Eight debates in yeah, that other but one, I would right? say, so I, you know who's very interested in the fact that Trump isn't there? Joe Biden. Because if Joe Biden is leading by four or five or six points when it comes October 2024, you can see Joe Biden say, you know what? I don't feel like debating. And suddenly Donald Trump has lost the moral high ground. I think he should have done it. I think all candidates should debate. If it's too hot, you stay out of the kitchen. And I think he should debate. All that being said, we've already seen that today uh, Hutchison and Christie were booed from the crowd. We, we're going to see, in my view, a couple of people running for vice president. I think Scott's in that category. And in Haley's the cabinet. In that and in the cabinet. Right. Right. So I think that, that in, in a way... I, I don't know what they – if you want to do real counter-programming, show up to, for, to, to, to be arrested today against the debate, and then no one would be watching the debate. They'd be watching the president getting his mugshot taken. Yeah, well, that, that's why we're here doing all the best highlights, yeah. so they don't have to go anywhere and else. Anthony, I think you're right. I think you probably have as many people on that stage that are vying to be vice president than president. And so who is their audience then? Their audience then becomes Donald Trump at Correct. that point. And what's that mean? That means they're going to go after Ron DeSantis. That means they're probably going to go after Pence. 
probably going to go after Christie and probably going to go after Asa Hutchinson. So then who might be vying for that? You're looking at Tim Scott. You're looking at uh, – uh, I'm sorry, we have a cut-in over here. Now, let, let, let's just go back to the uh, live debate, the okay. Fox debate. The Vice President Pence is facing responding so, to a question on inflation. To re- reference to our re- administration's record. I'm incredibly proud of the record of the Trump-Pence administration. I mean, in four short years, we rebuilt our military. We revived our economy. We unleashed American energy. And we appointed three conservatives to the Supreme Court that gave the American people a new beginning for the right to life. Now, Martha, you asked earlier who's the most best prepared for this job. And I must tell you, with all due respect to all of my friends on the stage, and even to one that's probably looking on, I think unquestionably I am the best prepared, the most tested, the most qualified and proven conservative in this race. I was a leader in the Congress of the United States. I led Indiana where we balanced budgets and had a AAA bond rating when I was governor. And, and, as and vice so president there of the United United States, it, uh, the former vice president saying that he's the most qualified, including when you look at the uh, the candidate that's probably looking, a clear reference to former President Donald Trump, Andrew Giuliani. And, you know, Dominic, one of the interesting things I've noticed through 15 minutes of this debate now is that Donald Trump's name has not been mentioned, at least. In, I have not heard it. I don't know if any of the three well, of you have reference or seen to that. Trump. An indirect uh, I have not heard his Trump, the name Trump, mentioned in the debate yet, either by the Fox News hosts or by the eight candidates. They're working there are indirect up to it. references. There's no doubt about it. And I'm sure it will end up happening. But they're I, working would, up to it, Andrew. It would, the, yeah. the, the balance is going to be for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to go after Trump in the sense of topple him because right. ultimately uh, they're not going to get to the nomination if they can't get through Trump. But they don't want to alienate the Trump voters. Yeah, that's a that's that balance tonight because this is a primary. And Anthony, as you know from primaries, um, you know you want it. You move to the direction uh, on the Democratic side. You move far left. You move further to the right. When you're in the GOP side. Uh, another thing to keep an eye on here is how much actual time each candidate is going to get to speak. So if you're Ron DeSantis, being attacked is not the worst thing in the world. You get a chance to respond. In a way, the worst thing you can be is ignored. I, I noticed in that Pence cut, basically, I, I don't think anyone's going to bother responding to Pence because he's probably the least popular person, maybe outside of Christie on the stage, because of the role that he's played in the investigations of his former boss. But I, I do think the big, the big question for me remaining is Vivek. How is he is he handled like someone that other guys have to take down or is he handled like someone that people need to ignore? And in fact, we have Vivek uh, Ramaswamy uh, kind of going at it. Let's hear it. I was a, I was a House conservative leader before it was cool. I actually pushed a deficit reduction act. That was the last time we actually reduced the national debt in the United States when I was the leader of House conservatives. I balanced budgets and cut taxes when I was governor. I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country at home and abroad. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience. Hold on, hold on. 30 seconds when you have a rebuttal, okay? And and you are up, Governor DeSantis. So here's the thing. Why are we in this mess? Part of it and a major reason is because how this federal government handed COVID-19 by locking down this economy. It was a mistake. It should have never happened. And in Florida, we led the country out of lockdown. We kept our state free and open. And I can tell you this, as your president, I will never let 
the deep state bureaucrats lock you down. You don't take somebody like Fauci and coddle him. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. I just want to respond to Mike for one second because he invoked me back. Listen, now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a real discussion now. The, the, the reality and the fact of the matter is... Was that one of yours? Uh, not, not really, Mike, actually. We're just going to have some fun tonight. And the reality is, you have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400-page super PACs last week. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet? Or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay, and I stand on the side of the American the revolution. To address we're going to take capitalism. control back here. We need everyone Remember? to have a moment on the economy. Yeah. I think that's fair. Can I address uh, the COVID there are two people who have and you have been listening to the debate. By the way, uh, you were listening to Mike Pence, who first said, we don't need a rookie. Uh, that was to Vivek Ramaswamy. DeSantis then defending COVID policies in Florida. And Vivek Ramaswamy coming back and saying, uh, we don't need any super PAC puppets. So, so Domino, to get the a little fight heated. Is on. The it's fight starting is on. to get a little heated. Andrew Giuliani. Well, fireworks already. I have to tell you, that might have been DeSantis's best moment of the campaign, that answer, that 45 second answer. But what was very interesting was Vivek Ramaswamy comes right on afterwards and does a direct reference to Ron DeSantis and his super PAC. The super PAC leaked out that DeSantis should have some talking points beforehand, who he was going to go after, including Vivek Ramaswamy. And DeSantis chose not to respond or get in there. Very interesting to see a very big highlight from DeSantis and then choosing not to re-engage Ramaswamy on something he had to know in debate preparation that he would be hit on. Yeah, real quick. You know what I think was interesting? Pence was defending the Trump-Pence administration. He took an unpopular, you know, DeSantis, I think, had a really good hit, and Pence was trying to wrap himself around Trump. If that starts to work, you can see the other candidates pointing out that the biggest danger to Donald Trump is Pence's testimony, and I think it's going to rebound against him. Well, we are going to take a break. I am in studio with Andrew Giuliani. We are joined by Anthony Weiner. Of course, we are joined by Rita Cosby. The first Republican debate underway, undergoing for about 21 minutes now in Milwaukee. The Republican candidates, uh, Mr. Trump is not there. A taped interview with Tucker Carlson. The, the, the energy if you will is starting to get underway at the debate and the moment it does we are going to bring it to you live going back to milwaukee we are going to take a break right here at talk radio 77 wabc rita cosby and myself andrew weiner andrew giuliani we will be right back this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real pos You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The First Step. Now, with Andrew Giuliani, Anthony Weiner, and Dominic Carter, here's Rita Cosby. And we are back as we are doing our special coverage here on 77 WABC of the first GOP primary debate. Already some fireworks between the eight different candidates. We've got seven men one woman there on the stage. And, uh, Dominic, it, they didn't waste any time. We were wondering, okay, are they going to get wrestling? Cause they got to topple each other. This debate, I believe every single one of them has something different on the line for like a Doug Burgum, who's the North Dakota governor. I spend time with him. He's a very impressive guy, but nobody really knows him. You couldn't even pronounce Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, <laughs> up until a couple weeks ago. Uh, but he's right there on DeSantis's heels. So is Tim Scott. Uh, DeSantis, has to also have a breakout moment because he has to give a reason why the tide has to turn. He has been going down in the polls. He has to do something to catapult himself. So this is truly a moment uh, where things have to change. But here, Rita, is something that is very important to keep in mind as we're monitoring this debate live from Milwaukee. The threshold tightens, tightens. And these two guys with us, Andrew Giuliani and former Congressman Anthony Weiner, can tell you about qualifying for debates. So remember, everybody on that stage tonight, they are not going to qualify no for the next debate. It's three times Reagan, harder. That's right, for the Reagan uh, Library. Now, now here's something I want to, uh, I want you folks to listen to this and then we'll go to our guests here to, um, to, um, to comment on this. So, Former President Trump in his interview with um, Tucker, Carlson. With Tucker Carlson, and I'm looking at some of the notes I've just uh, uh, been given here. And um, Mr. Trump is um, he's talking about a number of topics. One happens to be which Republicans he feels should not be on that debate stage. Here is what Mr. Trump has to say. When you, when you say there are people on stage who shouldn't be running for president, who do you mean? Well, I don't want to really use names, but it wouldn't matter too much. A guy like, uh, I call him Ada Hutchinson. It's Asa, but I call him Ada. Uh, Why do you I call him Ada? Know, I, you know, I could tell you, but I don't want to get myself in a little trouble. But he's weak and pathetic, and he was, uh, I never understood the guy. I never knew him. He was the governor of Arkansas. I did not a very popular guy. I don't know how he, but that state is such a great state. The people are so incredible. Yes. In that state, and they love me, and I love them. How does this guy get elected governor of Arkansas? But he's nasty always, and uh, has been. Uh, a guy like Chris Christie, the guy left with a eight percent, think of it, eight percent approval rating in New Jersey. Now he's running for president, and he runs solely on the basis, "Oh, let's get Trump. Let's." He's like a savage uh, uh, maniac. He's like a lunatic. And that's all he talks about. His poll numbers are very, very low. He's about 2%. What's he like? You know him well. No, I've had, I've been friendly with him over the years, but I couldn't give him a, a job because I just never trusted him very much. Uh, I was just never one of his people that really trusted him. I never gave him the job. And that's one of the reasons he feels so hurt and so betrayed. 
And I understand that. I really do. I understand it. But I never gave him. You know, he wanted to be different things. He was looking at different uh, elements of the administration. And we decided, uh, I decided just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. And now I'm glad I did because you see, but you know, we had some, some great people. I had great people. We'll have even better people if we do this because now I know Washington before I didn't know Washington. But guys like Bill Barr were terrible. I mean, they were, I would say, Bushies. Uh, I say that with respect to the Bush family, but they were Bushies and uh, just it doesn't work out for us. And so that was uh, one of the questions Mr. Trump is responding to. We are in studio. He talked about a number of issues. We are in studio with uh, Congressman, former Congressman Anthony Weiner, as well as with Andrew Giuliani, Mr. Weiner. Well, I just think that that cut is a sign of one of Trump's real weaknesses. Show some discipline. You're commenting on Asa Hutchinson. Most of the audience that I heard of Asa Hutchinson, you're commenting on Christie. You're punching down. His problem is not those guys. I think he's got to learn to... You know, if but that's one, what makes him successful. Uh, except let's, this is a guy who has been losing elections. This is a guy the Republican Party has been losing elections. It's got to be more aspirational looking forward, not settling some gripe with Asa Hutchinson, who no one even knows. If you get a question like that, you push off it. You said, look, these guys can run. They're just not big enough to be in my on my stage, period. And you move to your aspirational vision you have. I think Trump sometimes shows a lack of discipline. And I think he did right. Let me ask you about uh, Joe Biden's comments. I mean, do you actually think Joe Biden is inspiring? He goes to Maui just recently. Shame on him. He goes to Maui and he actually compared the one of the worst wildfires in American history, and said, I feel your pain. I had a little fire in my kitchen, uh, and, and and boy, I almost lost my Corvette. Isn't that funny? It was so distasteful. Well, and me, he comes out swinging against MAGA. Yeah. He has become so negative, Anthony Weiner. So here's the problem. You know, recently they asked in this poll in Iowa, what do people care about who are going to the caucuses? Do you want someone that agrees with you, or do you want someone that can beat Joe Biden? Two to one, people said, I want someone to get a computer because people are in this bubble that they think Joe Biden is not popular. Joe Biden is going to be the nominee. He is going to do pretty well. I think you've got to convince people they've got to beat Joe Biden. Andrew Giuliani? Yeah, look, I mean, I think to the point, look, there's no doubt that every once in a while Trump goes over the line on this stuff, right? Why do you bring up Ace? No need to bring up Ace. Ace is probably not going to even qualify for the next debate. But what about what Anthony's saying? What about Anthony's saying? In terms of beating Joe Biden? Well, look, the truth is these guys need to get up to 12, 15 percent if they have any chance of even beating Joe Biden. So you're going to have to see who actually can come out of this thing. And I think that's why Trump decided to take the night off and say, you know, instead, we're going to do something with Tucker. Obviously, they both have a real beef to grind with Fox. And you kind of look at this and say, okay, the junior varsity is up there. Let's see if anybody else can get up to 25 or 30 percent. Let's cut out the Hutchinsons of the world and maybe a couple of the other ones out there. And when we get to four or five, maybe he'll get in the next debate. He actually probably won't get in the next debate because it's going to be Fox business. So it'll also be a Murdoch-owned operation. And we know, that obviously, there is a big conflict there. What about the, the messaging? Um, Andrew, what about yeah. the messaging in terms of Joe Biden, too? Mm-hmm. Because whoever wins the nomination, well, and it looks like Trump good, at this point. Good point, because the very first question was about the economy and about Bidenomics. And one of the things that I agree with Anthony on is the fact that I really hope that this is substantive. We've seen a lot of mud flinging over the first 30 minutes. It does seem like Tim Scott tried to come in there and say, let's be adults in this room. We're all we're all grown. Let's talk about issues that are really important to Americans, not just issues that our campaigns told us would get us airtime. So that's really important. Now, I'd love to hear the answer about Bidenomics, because the truth is, I think no matter if you're in New York City, no matter if you're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or in so many of the other 48 states around the country, 
it's affecting so many Americans in such a negative light. Just think think about how much gas was when Trump left, how it went up to over $5. Now it's come down a little bit, but still almost double where it was when Trump was leaving office. Same thing with the price of eggs and milk. Inflation has hurt so many Americans, and sadly, most of the legacy media does not want to talk well, about Well, folks, it. let's go ahead and open up the phone lines and bring in the audience. You are listening to Talk Radio 77 WABC, live coverage of the Republican presidential debate in Milwaukee. Uh, right now, the former governor of uh, South Carolina, Nikki Haley, she's facing a question. She stands out on this panel as the only woman on the stage. Among the eight candidates, you can reach us at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And, you know, also, she got a gift uh, today, too, because the t- topic will undoubtedly come at some point about what happened in Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got uh, the Wagner group, the mercenary group, the leader of the group suddenly gets shot out of the sky in a plane, <laughs> uh, whether it's a Russian missile or a Russian drone or something, and clearly a nemesis of Putin, which will change some of the topics to that. Um, she's also been really interesting in the debate, Dominic, because she has constantly on the campaign trail said there should be a competency test Mm. for senior individuals, whether it's Trump or whether it's Biden. Mm. She took a lot of flack from people saying it. She was obviously, I think, talking more about Biden (laughs) than Trump. Um, But she did take that heat. And so she's going to be, I think, a fighter. She's a South Carolina governor, former U.N. ambassador, very impressive woman. Um, And I think she may rise up in the polls because she was one of those sort of uh, silent folks, not doing so well of late, but she came out of the gate pretty strong. So let's see if she can come back tonight. Well, looking at who seems to be getting the most time very early on, it seems like DeSantis is getting a lot of time, Vivek is getting a lot of time, and the two that don't seem to be getting quite as much time, Bergam, which we kind of expected, and Haley. This is only the second time that I saw Haley recently actually on there. And uh, it's interesting because you think about it, part of winning these debates is how can you get that sound bite afterwards? Obviously, the first thing is you don't want to lose a debate. You don't want a fatal flaw. They also have not gone after Vivek yet on any of the September 11th comments. We're that waiting he made about federal about any federal agents potentially on the planes or about Israel and potentially cutting funding to Israel in a second term. Yeah, that's... so I'm fascinated to see. It's going to be a very interesting next 90 minutes of the debate. It sure will. And everybody, we have all the highlights here. Uh, this is the place to listen to it all. We're also going to be playing highlights of President Trump's exclusive interview with Tucker. We have the best of it here, the best coverage anywhere, 77 WABC. We're going to have much more right after the break. 77 WABC presents coverage of the first Republican debate. The decision is yours. 2024. This is the first step. Now, with Andrew Giuliani, Anthony Weiner, and Rita Cosby, here's Dominic Carter. And we are back. Special live coverage, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Rita Cosby, Anthony Weiner, Andrew Giuliani, myself, Dominic Carter. The Republican presidential debate live in Milwaukee. We're dipping in and out of the highlights. We're bringing you the very latest, and we see your telephone calls. We will go to your telephone calls in just a couple of minutes. As the candidates were introduced for the debate, right, the only one that was booed, and it and it, it only lasted a short time, happened to be, and you kind of expected this, the former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. Former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie. 
So so he was uh, booed a, a little bit there. You, you can't I didn't really hear, hear any, it. You uh, can't hear of, it there, but yeah, there was a little. But I gotta tell you, you know, where's I, the booing of Ada Hust? Uh, he, Ada he actually got Hutchinson. a little bit. Of I want to find out why Ada. You know what? Called. You know what? I'm going to say something's controversial. I don't know why they do this in front of a live audience. It just takes too much time away from it. It makes it more like a pep rally. If they didn't have the audience, I'll tell at all. you why. I'll tell you why. Because without the live audience, it's completely boring. Without the live oh, audience, these guys would go without at the each live, other. Without the live audience, it's politicians and nobody cares. It's boring. Well, Politicians saying absolutely nothing. You've got to have a live audience. I bet you if you add up the amount of audience time that they had to take a break to let the audience react, you'd get a good 10 minutes, which I'd rather hear these guys yelling at each other. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll disagree with point. you from the very limited experience that I have, Anthony. Now, I had three debates, two of which I was in my own room, so with no audience, <laughs> and one in a live audience. I did enjoy the one where I was not in my own box. Damn Anthony or Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Damn you, Anthony Fauci. <laughs> By the way, we're waiting to see, too, if anybody has any big moments, uh, because that's the key. I, it was interesting how they were going after, um, you know, DeSantis took the, the bait, and I thought he would do this. I thought he would actually say, yeah, uh, Donald Trump shouldn't have hired Fauci. Mm-hmm. We heard them kind of going back and forth. They're talking a little bit about COVID. Yeah. They're getting, they got, they started with economy, mm-hmm. uh, which as you brought up also early on, Andrew Giuliani, that is a key, key issue. But mm-hmm. so far, I'm not seeing any game changer, and they need a game changer anybody on that stage you know here's the interesting thing about the about the covid thing you know there's this great profile of desantis in the new yorker and his group was trying to figure out what works for him so they found out that 70 percent of republicans were opposed to the lockdowns until they called them donald trump's lockdowns then 73 percent favored them <laughs> the problem is the what makes donald trump so difficult to beat is almost by definition anything that someone says about him becomes a popular thing. It's almost like he's a, a shapeshifter, which is why it's – look, there is a little element in this, and Andrew, you're right, is a little bit like the JV debate, mm-hmm. right? I mean, all we're trying to learn here is who is going to be Donald Trump's biggest nemesis or who is going to be his vice president. Right. Everything else probably doesn't matter. Well, well gentlemen, and, and Rita Cosby, let's go ahead and take one or two phone calls. Let's go to uh, – let's go to uh, to Alex in Brooklyn – Good evening, Alex. You're listening to special live coverage of the first Republican presidential debate. What's on your mind? Yeah, hey, thanks for taking the call, Dominic, and all of you. Hi. Um, first of all, I think Anthony Weiner is wrong about Trump attacking Ada Hutchinson. This is the interview did with Tucker as a debate night interview, and people are waiting to, to you know to see Trump's attacks on different candidates during that interview. It's not a typical interview, and I think you know a real question to you, Anthony Weiner, would be why is Joe Biden not debating when you have RFK at twenty percent and seventy percent of Democrats don't want him to be the nominee? He's not being primaried. But but I just wanted to say I think that what we're going to have here is Vivek Ramaswamy walking away with this win. And Ron DeSantis' poll numbers are just going to tank even lower. Vivek, until now, did not have the name recognition. He's gotten more of that over the last couple of months. This debate is going to be, I think, the big bang for him. It's going to make him number two right after Trump. He's obviously not going to beat him. Um, and I, I think that, you know, if Trump were there, I think the enthusiasm would have been way higher. I think he would have held the mic the whole time. Uh, Vivek is doing a good job kind of taking over the Trump attitude, but he's not keeping the mic to himself the whole time like Trump did, and everybody's waiting for him to take back. The yeah, Alex, hold um, on. Let me let me get um, Anthony to reply. Well, listen, to I agree with Alex 100 percent that Joe Biden should debate. But now, don't you realize that by Donald Trump not debating, he's given Biden kind of a free pass? And listen, Vivek might be getting popular. Wait, around wait, wait, wait. The, let me let me just finish my thought, Alex. Vivek, Vivek, Vivek might be getting popular around the country. 
He is plummeting in New York. When you're a 9-11, a 9-11 truther, and when you want to cut aid to Israel, you're not going far in any party, particularly not the modern Republican Party. Anthony, that's a real problem that I'm surprised they have not attacked him on yet. I don't know why this, a 45 minutes in, that Pence, DeSantis have not actually done that. I don't remember. They still have another hour. I also, they don't, minutes. Still, they we, don't we think Vivek is real. Trail off. They don't think Vivek is real, and I kind of agree with that. Actually, but, but they should. That more He's a, on the upward it, But trend. isn't it more of an appeal Until to your moment. donors at that point where you're saying, look, I want to let you know and my voters know that I am standing by Israel. So it's less attack on Vivek and more just an appeal to your voters, to your donors, and saying, I think that's a good hey, point. Look, that I is a great point. This is who I'm talking to great here, point. and that's why I need to do this. Thank great you, point. Thank you, Alex, for the call. Let's go to another one. Let's go to Jack and Hackensack. Good evening, Jack. You're listening to special live coverage on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Tom, Andrew, Rita, and uh, Anthony. Uh, G.I. Gino, Jersey Jack, back in Hackensack, just to fact check. Christie should not even show his back face. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You're, you're, this, this is not a Jack. This, 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 we're going to back away from that call. Thank you very much. I, I don't do well with people using fake names. Yeah, let's go to the a mo- real name. The moment I discover it, you're done. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good evening, Norman. What's on your mind? Uh, hi, Rita, Dominic, Anthony, and Andrew. None of these inferior candidates can beat Biden the Democratic machine, or the fake media. I'm sticking with President Trump. I also want to thank my friend Armand White of the National Review for informing me that Rona McDaniel, head of the RNC, is Mitt Romney's blood niece, and that is why I am scared of their support of him. You well, know, I, I, that's, I, an Andrew, but that's been a, I mean, she's been his niece for everybody knows that. Listen, but go ahead, I, everyone thinks this is about some great hidden hand that's going to decide this. It's Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. A lot of this other stuff, like who's controlling it, the institutional media and everything else. Look, we're talking about all the candidates because this is their night. It might be their last night, but this is their <laughs> night. Right, that's why we're paying attention to them. Yeah, it's kind of like the Hunger Games right now. Half of them are going to survive. The other half, they'll survive for another debate, and then the other half will go home and they'll try to. Uh, they'll try to get contributorships, I think, probably, right? Absolutely. So we'll have to watch our backs. Over By the way, on Actually, the second... we're, be- we're better than them anyway. Look at them. We're far better than them. You're not taking this job, buddies. And the second debate, by the way, everybody, is at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. It's in September, September 27th. These candidates had to get 1%. I mean, that's a pretty low bar. Some of them barely inked it out. Uh, in the next debate, it is 3% of the national polls, and they have to have more uh, unique donors. Some of them literally made the debate stage. It was about 24 hours ago. Yeah. Uh, Doug Burgum, yeah. nice guy. He's hobbling, by the way, today because he got injured at a pickup basketball game last night. He's, he was at ER last he night. Hasn't <laughs> he got more press for blowing his Achilles than he has his entire campaign. Right, exactly. He, he, you're right, Anthony. You're th- right. That's the most press. And the other thing was he was giving away Visa gift cards in order to get the $1 donation. So I didn't give him my dollar donation. I would have gotten a $20 gift card. So for those of you that did, kudos on picking up on that. And, uh, you know, I hope you're able to enjoy a nice sandwich on uh, Doug Burgum. And uh, we got some more callers on the line. Uh, let's go to Ted in Forest Hills, uh, line five. Ted, your thoughts? Thank you very much. God bless you. I think it's the vake rhymes with cake. It is. It is. It's the vake. We know that. Yeah, Ramaswamy. Yeah. Yes. Could I have, before I go to sleep tonight, could I have one Democrat with all a chadrai going on say they're not going to vote for Biden. Oh, let's ask Anthony. There's one Democrat in the Hey, I want to say, Joe, I think 
you know, we are in a weird situation. I bet you if Republicans, if you put their hand on a Bible would, and, and you put them under truth serum, would say they'd rather, rather not have Trump. I think Democrats say they'd rather not have Biden. But this is who we got. And I can tell you, the Democrat loyalty to Joe Biden is thick. And so, and, and frankly, I believe the support within the party. But the how about pro- the enthusiasm but, how, no, to how, Biden? What uh, about that? Yeah, Tim, more importantly, what about the, the six, seven, eight percent that choose presidents in this country? The people in the middle. And those people don't like indicted candidates. They don't, they voted against Trump once. They voted against the Republicans in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and 22. That's who I'd be th- concerned about if I'm a Republican. And guess what, Anthony? You know who they don't like? They don't like somebody who is president of the United States who may have sold out U.S. policy when they were vice president and have a son who got tens of we millions of dollars. We know who you're going to vote for, but those moderate, you're not you don't one know of them. I'm an independent. You don't know who I'm going to vote for. But so lot, don't assume that. And to that point, a lot of those people really didn't have this information until the House Oversight Committee is going into that now. So now they and are. What Look, information is that, and what information is that? What information is yeah, that? The information, information is, is that, that it's very obvious and it's apparent. Obviously, we know you're extremely biased, but if you were unbiased and looking at this, it is very apparent to see that Joe Biden and the Biden family profited off of his time in the vice presidency. What's the evidence? Twenty-one million dollars. We have the bank accounts right there. I know you're not paying attention, but you're absolutely right. And I'm sorry to say, I I wish you were a little more unbiased than this. But he's right there. Instead, you have an FBI and you have a DOJ that is blocking the House. Oversight Committee from getting this information out the there. Judge in I the know case, that you're in the case. I know the Republican you're in the Joe Biden. All right. But I'm let sorry me, to say. Let me I'm ask, sorry to say. No, ask, you're okay. not letting on. me complete my thought. That's why I'm okay. raising my volume. Let me, let me ask complete you a mystery you question. Right let me ask you yes, a mystery yes. question. Is it normal for someone to say, bring a burner phone. I'm going, you're going to go visit my father at the White House. Is it normal to have 20 different shell companies? Hunter Biden Biden made a bunch of money trading on his dad's name. That's a given. We've known that for two years. And Joe Biden sold out the, the United States of America in Ukraine and China. So we've been hearing and we've yet to see any evidence of it. That's, that's because the DOJ and the FBI is lead, is lead right. blocking. The, right. the is that not right? Right, Hang because you guys don't like, right? you don't like law enforcement when you break the law. I love I law enforcement. I love law enforcement, but I don't like law enforcement Except that will not answer to Congress. Ex- they and deserve an answer. You were a congressman, guess what? right? What is Hang a member on. of Congress? Andrew, hold a, on one a second. Prosecution that's going guys. on? No, I, I remember ever no, being you, a member of Congress. Member, that, you were a member of Congress. The yes. member of Congress is the closest representative to the people. You yeah. have to run every single two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. Smalls. What's your and question? So, oh, I don't have a question. That's the a question. Was, point. Should should the, the FBI report to Congress on an ongoing investigation that's open? Of course not. No, th- it's an ongoing investigation that's open because of a semantics right there of semantics. That's what Garland ended up doing in this late move with Weiss over here, and that's why it is. Okay. They, they were going to you mean the Trump him. You mean the Trump appointee Weiss? Hang, hang on. I, that, the Trump appointee That was recommended guys. by both oh, Democratic no. senators oh, in, a deal, in a deal. So in a deal. Guys, in a deal. Guys, guys, the the two Democrats ultimately ended up recommending it, and it was a deal. Okay, and one thing i got to say. Clearly, the president is lying that he has never met his son's business associates. Okay. If anyone believes that, that's hogwash. Okay, okay. Hold, hold your thoughts for just one second. You're listening to special live animated, very animated coverage. We of love the, the animated <laughs> coverage. <laughs> Republican presidential debate. We have this got is to WWE. Hey, good news We've is there's break. some tackling going on here. Some We're in tackling. Manhattan. We won't yes. get charged. Yes. It's okay. Folks, <laughs> it's okay. We're in Manhattan. Folks, no we Thanks. will be right back. This is The First Step. Now, with Andrew Giuliani, Anthony Weiner, and Rita Cosby, here's Dominic Carter. And we are now almost an hour into the first Republican presidential primary debate. 
Dominic Carter here with you with Rita Cosby, Anthony Weiner, Andrew Giuliani. One of the moments in the debate happened to be when former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie was responding to a question on Hunter Biden and uh, and apparently involving his father as well violating gun laws. What we need to make sure that each and every one of these criminals understand is that the laws apply to everybody. And when Hunter Biden fills out a fake application, a false application for a, for a gun permit, and then is facing a 10-year mandatory minimum, which was mandated by legislation sponsored by his father, and then you have a Justice Department that walks away from those charges. We're telling people that the law doesn't apply to everybody. In a Christie administration, he would go to jail for 10 years. And another interesting moment during the debate, ongoing, still another hour and five minutes left, happened when the man that center stage, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, was discussing crime and funding for such type district attorneys from George Soros. These hollowed out cities, this is a symptom of America's decline. And one of the biggest reasons is because you have George Soros funding these radical left-wing district attorneys. They get into office and they say they're not going to prosecute crimes. They disagree with the inmates start running the asylum. Really interesting comments. I'm waiting also, Dominic, to see when they start talking about borders, uh, because that is a huge issue. Um, and we're talking about like migrants. I mean, look at what's happening just in New York City alone with all the shelters popping up. That's going to be a good heated moment, Andrew Giuliani. Yeah, nothing yet on borders. Trump's name has not really been invoked. It's been they've talked about him, right, in kind of third. I want to say third you person. Know it's, it's, it's you know they've mentioned him right there. Up to it, and I the think. other thing with Christie's comment before, it makes me think as a lifelong Giant fan, I really wish Plexico Burris would have been related to Joe Biden because if he was, he would not have gone to jail, and the Giants would have won the Super Bowl in two thousand and nine. So ah, that's it. So Anthony, football Wiener. season's coming up, and it was on. <laughs> I think everyone should be. Sorry about that. I think everyone should be held accountable for their crimes. I think, frankly, if we're going to start sending people to prison for answering questions incorrectly on gun applications, let's build some more prisons because that happens. There is no history of anyone being sent to jail for that. But if we want to do it because he's the president's son, I get it. Look, the fact is, by Chris Christie, is he's trying to walk this line. He's trying to be the tough on crime guy. But as Andrew pointed out. He's he supports the current FBI. I give him credit. I think that since when the, uh, somehow the Republican beca- the Republican Party became the anti law enforcement party. But I that's also not true. Think- that, that's that's a Democratic talking point right there. Well, you're anti FBI right in there. What's that? No, I'm I'm anti FBI. Not you. The Republican no, no, Party is no, anti FBI. They, they're an anti FBI that won't actually answer to Congress. Anti FBI. I think no, no, no. That wait, 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 no, no, wait, 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 Former President Trump is is uh, convicted, and I, I couldn't fully hear the full question, but they many of them raised their hands. So we are going to take a break, and we will find out exactly what that question was because it's the first time that Trump has been brought up directly, and right now Chris Christie, Rita, is uh, commenting, but we are going to take a break. Yeah, and we're going to be picking up the coverage right at the top of the hour. Everybody, we're going to give you that answer and a whole bunch more. You can tell we have a hot studio. Stay with us. The best coverage anywhere coming up. 